Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. Hello, and welcome to Vitality, Women Leading Audaciously. Today, our guest is Tara Clark, founder of Modern Mom Probs. I love it because we've got a lot of them. So many demands on us these days, and uh, it's like a tug of war at times. At least that's what it feels like. So Tara, tell us about how you developed this um, company. I mean, I imagine because you're a mom, but you'll tell us um, and how you how you came to it all. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll backtrack even further than how I started Modern Mom Probs. I originally had worked at Nickelodeon in the social media department and digital marketing. And I was there for several years. Uh, while I was there, I was Dora the Explorer on Facebook. And my mom used to joke and run around and tell people, oh, my daughter's daughter, the Dora the Explorer. And I was like, no, mommy, like I'm Dora the Explorer, like on Facebook, I'm not actually Dora the Explorer. <laughs> but it was, she, it was a very proud mom moment of her that she would always tell everyone that. Um, so, I, I was at Nickelodeon and then I got pregnant with my son and it was, we had such a long challenging road in getting pregnant and staying pregnant. And so when my son was born, I was faced with this dilemma of, do I stay home with him or do I continue working full-time? And so I had asked my boss at Nickelodeon if I could go part-time and she said, no. And I said, um, okay, well, it was all or nothing. And I said, okay, that's nothing. And I'm going to stay home with him and it's going to be everything. So I stayed home with my son um, for three years. And when he was about three, I was looking at, I was looking to have a creative outlet. You know, we, we were in the trenches of toddlerhood and tantrums and all of that kind of stuff. And I said, you know, I would really love to create an Instagram account for moms. And this was early in the Instagram time. So it was 2016. It was early 2016. And I mentioned this to my friends and family and they're like, that's crazy. What are you talking about? What do you mean? Like starting an Instagram account for moms? And I was like, no, no, no. It's like, I'm going to make jokes and, and it'll be good. It'll be good. I, I promise. And everyone's like, okay, I don't know what you're talking about. Cause like that really didn't sort of exist at that point. And so I started the account. I actually started it under a name of, of NYC mom problems. Cause I was joking about living in New York city and mm. the problems that we have in New York sure. city are different from are. problems that we have in, you know, in the suburbs. And so then I ended up moving to the suburbs and then I realized I didn't have New York city mom problems anymore. I had different mom problems. I was a suburban mom at that point. And so I changed the name to modern mom problems or modern mom probs. And the account just took off from there. And so I was, I was very fortunate with that. And as the account grew and as time went on, I changed the, the problem sort of, I didn't change the problems, but they sort of evolved. Whereas it started more of like very tongue in cheek, first world kind of problems, making fun of laundry and going to target and that sort of thing. And then it evolved more into real things like 
pregnancy loss, infertility, maternal yeah. mental health, depression, mm-hmm. wellness, fitness, all of those things, the, the mental load of motherhood, all of those things that we face now. Yeah. And so the account really evolved from, from there. And uh, I'm so lucky to have the community that we do and, and to have the platform that we have now to be able to talk about those harder topics, things that didn't, frankly, weren't discussed publicly 10 years ago when my son was born. Yeah, no, I can, I totally can relate to that. And my daughter was born in 2005 and we lived in this little village in, in Switzerland. And it was really an odd situation for me. Of course, I had no idea what I was doing. I only have one child. It was my first child. And it was, it was really strange to just try to troubleshoot. I mean, I figured out how to do it, right? We all figure it out, mm-hmm. but there really isn't the guidebook, you know, and no. having, and having a community uh, at that time would have been helpful. My mom actually died within five months of my daughter's birth, which was I'm sorry. Yeah. Me too. It was shocking though. And so like, I can imagine how valuable your community is. And I just love how you just decided to go and start the conversation. You know, you're like, Hey, <laughs> this is, this is real. I can't be alone. That, that was it. And, and the thing too, it really is like, so before my son was born, I mentioned that we had, we had struggled with some infertility and miscarriage. I had three miscarriages, didn't tell any of my family. I told some friends, some of my very closest friends, but my husband and I felt very, very alone in our miscarriage journey. And then we had like inexplicable infertility after the miscarriages. We just felt so, so alone in that. And we made a promise to each other that if we were able to have a child and it was healthy, that's the only thing we ever ask for. We'll never ask for anything Aww, ever again that's because really we will feel so blessed. Right. And Jack was born in, in November of 2012. And then we've never asked for anything ever again. And so we never Aww. had any other children and that was it. That's all he Jack's did. Health. All we wanted. Come on. Jack's health was all that we ever Jack's wanted. Happiness. And that was it. That was right. the, the one thing. And, and so we never wanted to, to rock the boat. And so now we could have those conversations because 10 years ago when I was suffering from this, that's not what social media was talking about. Social media was talking about like, I don't know, checking in at work or taking a picture of a turkey sandwich or something like that. Like yeah. you, it wasn't the conversations that we're having now. And I'm so glad True. that we're able to have yeah. these very authentic, raw, honest conversations. And so yeah. That's where I, you know, contribute my own personal story and then share stories of other people who have, who have gone through it. And, um, yeah, and so we're, we're lucky to be able to do so. Yeah. Miscarriage and, and fertility are huge. I, I too had uh, miscarriage problems, not so much fertility problems, but miscarriage problems for sure. It's it intense. Was, it's very intense. And, and the thing that was so strange to us was that, you know, I mean, not that we're going off on a tangent about miscarriage, but I had three miscarriages each time I got pregnant as the first time we tried pregnant, like tried pregnant, tried pregnant, tried pregnant three times, boom, boom, boom. And then somehow after those, we couldn't get pregnant no matter what we did. So that's what I'm saying. It was like inexplicable. Um, ultimately I found out that I had like polyps, had those removed. And then wow. we had like three IUIs. And then finally wow. on like the last IUI, it worked with Jack. And so wow. it was just a, a very long, several year journey to get to where we are. But my, my best friend often reminds me now, you know, in hindsight, she said, Tara, like at least now you're able, like that 
experience, you're able to share with other people and then they could seek solace from that. And if that never happened, if you never had Jeff, you never right. would have started Modern totally. Mom Probs. And that. so sometimes, you know, it was very kind of her to, to say that. And, and it's true. She, she's right. So sometimes <laughs> when you're going through it, it seems like it's never ending and it's just yeah. like an ocean of sadness. Yeah. Then how do you trust yourself? How do you trust your body? You mm-hmm. know, is it meant to be like your whole, you know, existential you know, everything gets, comes into question for sure. Yes. Your existence really. Why are you even here? Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, why can other people get pregnant? Like at the drop of a hat, so many keep friends, the baby, there's just yeah, so many it's, things. It's, a, it's, it's just, it's so hard. Um, but that's why we have each other and we're not alone and you're mm-hmm. helping us to see that every day. And mm-hmm. you're a mom and a wife, a wife, mm-hmm. how many years have you been married? Do you say we've been married for 16 years and we've been together for nearly 30. My husband and I have been together since high school. I have like a secret admiration, maybe not so secret because I'm talking about it, but like <laughs> I do, I think it's like so, so special to be married or in a relationship that's committed for 30 years. It's just, it's really, and, and by the way, for those of you who can't see her, she's like young and vibrant and glowing and bright. <laughs> Thank you. So like, this is not like someone, you know, in there, you know, you don't look like you've been married for 30 years just to say that. Um, I appreciate that. We, we were, we started dating when we were 15 and I'll be, we'll both be 42 in March. So, yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. So I I am curious though. um, What do you think are the components of a long-term relationship? Like the one you have a lot of respect. Um, We respect each other's time. We respect each other's opinion on things. We are best friends and we've been best friends for years before we were married we were in a pre-cana class which is like um it's like a pre-marriage class that we had with our church and we had to go and there was an older couple who sat down with us and they were probably in their late 70s early 80s and they said we only have one bit of advice to give you and we said okay they said lower your expectations lower your expectations of each other of uh, um, your performance in marriage, of whether you'll have children, whether you have your own biological children. Mm. Just pull back on expecting too much that could potentially damage your relationship in a way where it's not meeting the expectations. And it's not to say don't have high standards because they're two different things. My husband and I have very high standards. My husband is a he's a physician. He's a very, um, he's top of, of the game at what he does. He he's very well respected in his field. Um, so it's not that we don't have high standards in what, in what we do. It's just that sometimes the expectations not meeting reality is where people can get disappointed in relationships. Completely. And it's not just, not just, you know, romantic relationships, but really friendship, any parent, being a parent as well. I mean, yeah. you know, parenting as well, but uh, I think what you're saying is really, really valuable because I, I speak to so many men these days who feel emasculated constantly hmm. by the expectations of their, of their spouse. And it's really, it's really unfortunate. And I don't think that women mean to do it. Mm. Um, but I think that it's a very, a very big problem because they're so unhappy. Their expectations aren't being met. Um, they're disappointed all the time and they're letting their husbands know about it. And it's, it's tough. I mean, it's really, really tough because then you just have this bottomed out self-esteem and it's, you know, it's mm-hmm. really, yes. Yeah, so I love what you said, respect 
each other's opinions, respect each other's time, respect, you know, respect and Mm -hmm. all of these expectations while maintaining high standards uh, that Mm -hmm. are, sounds like also maybe mutually agreed on. Yes. Well, that that's absolutely true, right? Like I can't have a certain set of standards and his standards are, you know, different and a different tier. And if they don't meet, then, then you're not necessarily playing the same game, are you? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. Really valid. I mean, that's not usually a question I ask, but I I have this really deep, deep respect for this long-term relationship. And I hope one day I can say I've been married for 30 years, even though I'm, you know, a lot older. (laughs) You will, you will, you will. Well, we haven't been married 30 years yet, but but we will at some point. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. It's yes, so and you you will, you absolutely will. And then maybe someday you'll be giving the advice to the younger uh, couples who are getting married. And you say, this is the one piece of advice that we're going to give you. I've got so much stuff figured out. I really do. But like this relationship thing just always seems to like fascinate me. I mean, it's not like we have good examples. I, mean, I didn't have very good examples for, I didn't um, either. My parents yeah. were divorced when I was two. Oh. So <laughs> I didn't yeah. have so, any. So, yeah. So, I mean, I didn't really have a lot of good examples. So when you don't have good examples outside of like Disney and sitcoms, you know, growing mm-hmm. up, it's like, you know, mm-hmm. where, where do you go? And then, um, you know, life, life just happens. Um, speaking of life happening. So you're a yes. wife, you're a mom, um, and you own your own business that has many faces to it. I'm, I'm understanding more and more. And how do you balance it all? If, if balance is even a realistic word to use, but how do you kind of, what are some, some hacks or tips or tools that you use to, to find your balance? Yeah, absolutely. I often uh, will tell people, let's like smash that concept of balance and, and right. let's replace it with the concept of effectiveness. Yeah. And this is what I say. I so, so this is what I sort of manifest is that have I been an effective mother today? And only I know what that really means, right? Like your effectiveness as a mother may be different from mine, but have I been an effective mother today? Have I been an effective business owner? or employee? Have I been an effective spouse? Have I been an effective daughter? Did I call my mom? Did I check in on her? You know, different things like that. And so whatever is on your list for effectiveness, pursue those things. And then that's sort of like your own mental checklist. Not all of those things may get done in the same day, right? I may not be an effective daughter the same day that I'm an effective entrepreneur, right? (laughs) Those may not necessarily happen at the same time, but you know what your priorities are and you know how to hate certain metrics. Like I said, whether it's calling your father or whether it's, you know, calling that one girlfriend who you haven't heard from in a while. And you're like, gosh, I hope she's okay. I haven't heard from her. Then you're being an effective friend, right? So try to smash that concept of, of balance because it is so hard to, and I'm using air quotes here, truly balance things, right? Like just as you get one thing balanced and something else gets thrown out of whack. And so if we're not balancing on the balance beam, so to speak, at least, and then we could strive for being effective in those different aspects of our life. Yeah. I love how you said that about effectiveness. And I think those priorities have to be aligned with our values. Yes. Um, For me, I value uh, family Mm -hmm. deeply, and I also value my work Mm -hmm. and I value my romantic relationship. And sometimes the order of priorities can, can be a challenge where most people's health, for example, is bottom on a list, but their families are first, but they're Mm -hmm. struggling with their work and their relationship is not really doing that that well. And Mm -hmm. I actually believe, and this is actually kind of up for debate, right? But I actually believe that the, the, the ideal order of priorities is like health first, 
a lot of people are like, what? Yeah. Health first mm-hmm. and then work because I, I have to, you know, I'm, I'm the sole care provider for my mm-hmm. family and then my relationship and then my, my children, which a lot of people say that's insane. Like children should come above your relationship, but actually I, with the intention that I have a long-term relationship, I want my relationship my for the rest of my life. The kids are going to mm-hmm. go. Um, so I think that it's really important that we look at what we're actually prioritizing versus what we, we want to prioritize to have more, more ease and more uh, alignment with our values. Yes. I think that's so beautifully said. I agree a thousand percent. It it is absolutely true because one without health, you can't do those other things, right? Like you, you can't work, you can't take care of your family. You can't have a romantic relationship if you're not prioritizing your health or if God forbid that you you weren't well. So I I think that is so, so important. What do they come? Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, I think it, it starts to get confusing for people when the things do blend together too much where, you know, <laughs> that you're not setting like clear boundaries and uh, clear priorities for those. So challenging when you, especially when you're like a giver, which I think a lot mm-hmm. of us are, I think a, a, a super mom, a type A mom, like, you know, moms who are in action or tend to be serious givers. <laughs> yes. That, that's what it is. And I think that sort of propels us to where we are right now, but then yeah, also at the same sure. time, it is, can be challenging. Yeah. So I'm curious, what are some of the, like, I know this is probably going to be challenging to summarize, but like, if you had like to say what some of the top problems are for moms, just generally speaking, regardless of age per se, like, what would you say are some of the things that rise to the surface again and again? And, and they've been rising faster and faster. I think in the last two years with the pandemic is one, the mental load of motherhood. That could be an entire conversation all by itself, right? We're constantly thinking, oh, you know, did I pack that thing in the backpack for school? Oh, I need to pick this up at the dry cleaner. All those little things that end up being very big things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, so one is definitely the mental load of motherhood. Another one is loneliness for oh. as connected as we are, mm-hmm. especially for new moms. It's a little bit different for, for moms who are more veteran moms, their children are in school. We have right. the community of the other you know, class moms or different things, but mm-hmm. for new moms, there's a lot of loneliness. And then with the pandemic, um, especially last year, there was a lot of isolation that moms were having a, a hard time. So um, those are two things that I can think of off the top of my head. Mm, I love um, that. Thank you. Yeah. Obviously health is a big one and, and maternal mental health is a big one. And that is sort of intertwined mm-hmm. with the loneliness and the mental load. Totally. Well, thank goodness for your platform. Um, (laughs) Well, I'm glad that, yes, I'm I'm glad that we're able to like offer resources because that's the thing is too, it's like, I don't have all of the answers, right? But how can I get the answers? Well, then I could find the right resources to direct people to go read this book, go chat yeah. with this therapist, all the different yeah. things. Yeah, I love it. It's fantastic. But you also have the, this, this birth of a, of a box, mm-hmm. right? So tell us more about, about this, 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 this thing you're doing. Yes. So the Modern Mom Style Box was born this past fall in September, and it is a clothing rental subscription. So members sign up for their for the monthly service, and they receive three articles of clothing per box that they can keep for as short or as long as they'd like. And they 
exchange it and receive a new box. And so I'm a member. I'm actually, I don't know if you could see, but I'm wearing an Ann Taylor sweater dress um, that I got mm -hmm. in my newest box. Mm -hmm. And my first month I received five boxes of clothing in one month because I was so diligent about like, oh, I want to try everything. I want to try everything. So um, we have amazing brands. We have Ann Taylor, Loft, French Connection, Express, Banana Republic, um, a lot of favorites, I said express. Yeah. A lot of favorites that you would find, uh, at the mall and, um, so fun. I love it's, it. It's exciting. I, yeah. I think it's great. So for the members that, who are currently signed up, they love it because for working moms, especially who work in an office, it makes it so much easier. I used to work at an office when I was at Nickelodeon, I used to ha have like five blouses and five slacks. And you were constantly trying to like pair up that blouse with that slack and that cardigan and, and like it constantly just like a rotation of just kind of going through those same clothing, right? So at least now we're able to offer blouses that you wear once. And so people in your office will be like, gosh, I've never seen you in the same outfit twice. Cause like really in theory, you don't ever have to wear the same outfit twice. So Tara, you're going to crack up. My sister used to make me write down everything I wore. So I would never repeat an outfit. I kid you not. And like at the end of the year, people are like, gosh, you have so many clothes. And I'd be like, oh. and I'm thinking to myself, not really, you know, but she was like, so she would make me write it down and she'd be like, you have to double check. It was so funny. So I understand the stress of, of that, but how fun. Yeah, I was in the fashion industry for about 10 years. Well, no, maybe mm -hmm. longer, 15. And uh, it is so much more fun to have like a refresh in your wardrobe than to try to make what you have work. And then of course, shopping can be extremely time consuming. I don't know about you, but I don't really have time, desire. And now it's become more of a hassle than anything to go shopping, honestly. I mean, you guys might be like rolling your eyes. Maybe you love to shop, but I, I'm not one of those people. No, not anymore. I used to love to, it was sort of like a hobby. You'd get dressed up and you go to the mall and you'd look at the different stores. And it just like doesn't have that same allure to me as it used to. I love getting new clothes me and too. I love getting new clothes shipped me to my too. house. And I right? get excited when I have a new box. And like I said, I'm, I'm wearing my new Ann Taylor sweater dress right now. And it's adorable. It's like, I don't know what color you would call it. It's like bright yellow almost. Um, but, you know, moms like to get new things in the mail. They like to try new clothes. They And, and especially yeah. in, in during the pandemic, many people's sizes changed. You know, they may have um, gone from a four put to on a 20, six. Pounds. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so maybe someone doesn't want to commit to buying a new pair of jeans. Right. But they could rent their jeans until they're either A, comfortable with that size, or B, they want to go back to the size that they had been previously, or they're sort yeah. of in between. And we also offer maternity clothes. So mothers can rent their maternity wardrobe right from, you know, I, I, I think for me, I probably started showing maybe like four or five months. So like mm -hmm. from five months on and then postpartum. And so then they don't have to be committed to owning clothes that they only wear once or twice. I love it. Where can they find out more information about this? Sure. They can go to www.modernmomstylebox.com. Nice. I love it. So just curious, um, when you're feeling really low on energy, um, you know, after a long day, you're running your business, your wife, you know, you've got lots going on. Like, what is your practice? What do you go to, to get restored? I put away my phone because I feel like technology, technology just sucks my energy mm -hmm. right out. So I need mm -hmm. to put my phone aside and go for a walk, be in nature, breathe in 
breathe in the sights and sounds and everything. Just, mm. just be out there, look at something green, look at something, look at the blue, blue sky and, or even the snow, if it happens to snow, I just need to just be out there and, and feel it all. And that resets me. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. A lot of moms really need permission. Yes. Uh, and, and sometimes like, well, this is not enough. Uh, and actually it is. And hearing mm -hmm. your story is so inspirational. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com backslash podcast-guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. It mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me.